Success Odyssey. Law of Attraction. New Thought. Spirituality. Holistic Healing. Motivational Practices. Body, Mind, and Spirit. Spiritual Awakening. The Power of Love. Universal Harmony. Transformation. Success Odyssey. Hi, I'm Brian Jude. I'm an ordinary person just like you. But more than that, I've realized I'm an extraordinary person just like you. So join me as together we embark on our success odyssey. Namaste and welcome to another episode of Success Odyssey. Happy New Year, folks. Here we are in the year 2013. Can you believe it? I certainly can, and I hope that uh, this is a new year of exciting opportunities. I think 2012 was a year of trying to really do some deep soul searching and try to figure out, well, what's going on here? You know, what, what are the problems? What do we need to uncover? What do we need to take care of? And hopefully we've been working on that. And 2013, I think is just going to be the year that we just release our potential to the universe and, and accept and allow things to happen. That's certainly what I'm doing right now. And, uh, I'm starting to see some results, folks. I spent, uh, some time in the last episode telling about certain things that are building up. And uh, things are certainly, certainly going very well for me uh, and my project, The Miracle Man. People are coming out of the woodwork to check out this project and uh, to ask questions and, I believe, to get involved with this program, uh, with this film, rather, and uh, make things happen and make things happen very quickly. Uh, so if you, like me, have spent much of the past year trying to get a handle on the things that need improvement in your life, I'm sure one of the things you've been thinking about is how your life can be improved financially. Well, have you thought about what your relationship with money is like? Relationship, you might ask? Well, yes. Well, tonight I'm speaking with Morgana Ray, and she uh, is a life coach, an author. Uh, she's been dubbed the Money Magic Queen, and she really inspires her clients to think about their relationship with money. What is that, you might ask? Well, she's going to answer those questions and more. Uh, well, let's just cut to the chase and go right to the interview, shall we? And I am on the phone now with Morgana Ray. Morgana is an internationally acclaimed life coach, author, and transformational speaker, and she's regarded to be the world's top relationship with money coach. She's the author of the upcoming book, Financial Alchemy, 12 Months of Magic and Manifestation, and she has a three-day telesummit coming up called Money, Love, and Magic, which will be held on January 15th through the 17th of 2013. So, Morgana, please, welcome to Success Odyssey. Oh, my pleasure to be here. It's so strange to hear 2013 and to know that we're actually here. We are here, indeed. It's a great thing. So, yeah. Morgana, tell me, what is financial alchemy, and how did you come to discover this process? What's your story? Okay. Well, my definition of alchemy is alchemy is the transmutation of lead into gold. And what that really is, is the transmutation of lead in human experience into spiritual gold. So while okay. there are a lot of teachers out there, and believe me, if it works for you, do it. That's sort of my mantra. If it works, then do it. There are a lot of teachers out there who are, you know, teaching you to always think positive and with the implication that if you have negative feelings, it's either your fault or you're going to make something terrible happen. And... I wasn't getting the results I needed from just thinking positive and having vision boards and visualizing and also taking classes in business and website and brochures and marketing and, and being really good in my profession and having success stories. It's like it didn't matter. It, it did not matter that I could take like an actress without credits and help her get a series regular or a writer, a housewife without credits, help her get staffed a TV writing job. I started out coaching in the entertainment industry. It didn't matter that I had the fancy schmancy Ivy League education or the really hard-won, great coaching certification. It didn't matter. So... Financial alchemy, what I teach, came out of my own experience of 
trying everybody else's stuff. And I really want to make it clear that I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, everybody else's stuff. In fact, I think that the classes I took were fantastic. And the coaches I was working with, I think they were great. And it didn't matter. I was still making, get this, and this is 10 years ago, I was making $100 a month. Wow. And this was even after the certification and the education and the success stories and the website and the brochure and the vision board and the millionaire mindset, none of it mattered. And it was devastating. And I felt such despair and hopelessness and fear and anxiety and anger. And I hated the universe and the universe hated me. And it really, Mm. really sucked. And the great thing (laughs) about this horrible experience that that I want to, like, spare everybody else, is that something new was born out of it by necessity. Because nothing else was working, I had to come up with a new solution. I knew that it didn't make sense, you know, I because I'd been told my whole life if I got good grades and I went to a good school, I would get a job and make a living. Ha! Lies. All lies. Um... I had, there was something inside of me that it was like I couldn't be with money, and it didn't make sense. Mm. I like to buy things, I like to have money, and yet I was, it was like I was unconsciously pushing it away, and I didn't know why, and I didn't understand it until I imagined money was a human being. And then it all made sense for the first time in my life. That's kind of what makes my process so weird and different, and it's also what makes it so real for people who have struggled like this, people who are either not making enough money, not getting paid what they're worth, or also people who know how to make money really, really well. I'm talking about people who make millions, tens, hundreds of millions of dollars and still live in fear that they won't have enough or they'll lose what they have because I have worked with people at that wealth level too or they become the bank instead of love for themselves. So there are all sorts of ways that this negative relationship with money shows up and I'm pointing to both because in my experience people without money believe all their problems will go away as soon as they have money. People who have money realize that that's not true. Mm. So what I want to do is I want to fix the problem as soon as possible, wherever you are on the journey, so that if you have money, you don't have to get rid of it. And if you don't have money, you can start making it and keeping it. And the real key that unlocked the whole thing for me was as soon as I made money a person and I saw who my imaginary money was, For the first time, I understood why I was pushing money away. Um, There were some things that happened in my childhood around money, but that's pretty true for everybody who has ever lived. And I didn't know that these things affected me, but especially things that happen in your childhood, there's this mistaken belief that children are really resilient. And I read something recently that I liked that I thought was more accurate, which is that Children are incredibly absorbent. Anything that happens in the first 15, 20 years of our lives, just they become our reality. Brain science has shown that our brains are not fully developed until we're 27. (laughs) So things that we think we handled and we did really well at the time actually become our reality later on. And so it's useful to take a look at our past and any negative things that we've seen or experienced or heard about money and then go even deeper into the pain behind that because I also believe that the problem is never really about money but it's the stuff that money represents which is actually why money is such a a tender and taboo and intimate subject because it it is a measurement of our worth God in in our lovability and 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 our and our right to live and survive in the world really heavy deep stuff. So um, when I thought 
if my money was a person, and remember this is 10 years ago where I was doing everything right and still not making money. Even seven people in a row said yes to hiring me as a coach and didn't show up and hadn't paid, you know, and that was kind of the moment that <laughs> the, the rug just felt like it was pulled out from under me. And I was in so much pain, and when I thought, well, if my money was a person, who would my money be? I saw this big, scary, dirty, violent biker who caused fights. And I could feel how terrified I was of him. Interesting. And see, that's, that's right. the key, was my reaction to him. I imagined that if I was at an event with this biker, say at a party, I would have my eye on him the whole time to create maximum distance between the two of us. And as soon as I saw that, my financial situation made perfect sense because it didn't matter what I was doing or what coach I was working with or what class I was taking or how beautiful my vision board was or how great my tagline was or my website or any of that. didn't matter how good I was as a coach. was completely irrelevant. Irrelevant. Because unconsciously, and that's that part of us that never sleeps and always wins, unconsciously, I was protecting myself from money. And I knew that if that biker was my money, I could never have money in my life. Now, did you, uh, yeah? did, did you give thought as to why you pictured money as this biker type? What was it that, you know made you have this, I guess, a negative visualization of money is really what it was, right? Well, I mean, think about how much pain I was mm -hmm. in, you know. I, I knew that there was something in me that couldn't be with money, and I didn't know what it was. But I was curious. I was also seriously contemplating suicide. Wow. And that's actually why I'm so passionate about this work is because I do believe that it's a matter of life and death, not just because we need money for our survival, but because how it, the real issues, it's not just survival, but it's, it's hope. It's like there's no area of our lives that money doesn't impact. It's the, it's, and, and this is going to, I expect that there may be somebody listening who's going to be really uncomfortable when I say this because, you know, we're supposed to think positive thoughts and all that kind of stuff. But if we're going to be really, really honest, every time you've ever said, I can't afford it, you made money the bad guy. Mm, you made wow. money the monster that got in the way of something you wanted to have or something you wanted to do or something you wanted to be. So the reason that I am known for my work with money is not because I'm a financial advisor in any way. I'm not. That's not what I do. But money is the big dream killer. And when I'm able to neutralize that problem so that money is no longer the dream killer, then everything opens up. And it's not just cash flow. That's just kind of a nice side benefit. But people's love lives flower outrageously. Marriages fall back in love. People who are single attract love. People have confidence. They feel full of self-love. And that's really attractive to money and clients and partners and friends and just about every good thing you can think of. Even health. I've had a number of clients who came to me with eating disorders that just went away instantly as soon as they change their relationship with money and i have i've i have very strong opinions about this because i've seen this correlation also with people quitting smoking too that that there's our relationship with money is is connected to um our impulse to live it's like the money monster is is that which deprives us of the right to live wow yeah, it's um, funny when I when I first saw your quote as uh, or your title, I guess, as being the leader leading expert on relationship with money. I thought to myself, how many people have an abusive relationship with money? And I guess that's that's really pretty much the case as you're explaining it, right? I w I would very confidently say that not everybody has a bad relationship with money, but many not people do. Everybody, right? Not everybody, Most of course. 
Right. Yeah, I think Richard Branson, probably from what I haven't met him, but what I have friends who have, and he seems to have a really healthy relationship with money. He gives value. He's got a great family life. He's a big philanthropist. Most people, though, I've, I've re- I have, I think, met occasionally somebody who has a really healthy relationship with money. But I've also coached a billionaire who actually had a bad relationship with money. Once he had it, he was afraid of losing it, and it was also really negatively impacting his relationships with his kids. Wow. Um, most of us, it's, it's, and it's not anybody's fault. I mean, we can see a lot of examples of bad stuff out there. Bernie Madoff, bad, bad, bad relationship with money. Somebody who has a good relationship with money doesn't need to harm anybody else. Right. is not coming from such a place of scarcity and conniving. That is a bad relationship with money, and it gets corrected when, you know, this what what he did came out. It's it, that's just because you have a lot of cash doesn't mean you have a good relationship with money. And what I want for everybody is this relationship with money which brings out our best, our most generous trusting kind of uh, just this this feeling of being safe and loved and and being able to see your path. I was speaking with a client last week who I just, I adore her. And the funny thing about her is she made $86,000 within the first 24 hours of doing this process. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, it's kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah. And, but that's just the beginning. Because what's really, really cool is that the stuff that has nothing to do with money directly, it's like the side effect of the process includes that she's been making a lot of money, that money and a lot since. But other side effects of the process is that she feels lighter, she feels more confident in a way that has nothing to do with dollars. She uh, is setting boundaries in her life. All of her relationships are better, and it has nothing to do with dollars. She is standing up for herself. She has more energy. She feels more in control of her behavior. She's improving her life in ways that have nothing to do with dollars, and that's really exciting because the goal here is really happiness, and abundance and not feeling limited by money is a big part of that. But it's not, it's just, it's like the tip of the iceberg. Wow. Okay, so let's, I, I, I know, I don't want you to give too many of your secrets away, because uh, you obviously... I'm not, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm not going to try and hold any <laughs> secrets back. You can ask me anything, sure. and, and I'm here to serve. Yeah. But certainly I want people to, you know, be encouraged to buy your book and to check out your Summit. But let's let's get down to the basics. What's the first thing that someone needs to do? Let's say they, if they need to identify money as a person, how do they go about yeah. doing that? What, what, what well, do you recommend? That's a great question. I actually, the first half of the book, and it's, by the way, the book is called Financial Alchemy, 12 Months of Magic and Manifestation. It's coming out January 23rd, and if you, and if you get it on the 23rd, we are giving away so many gifts, not just me, but dozens, dozens of partners, like um, my friends, Bob Doyle, who's going to be on my Summit, he starred in The Secret, Christopher Howard, and, and, and Ava Gregory, and just uh, Jeffrey Van Dyke, all these really phenomenal people. And I'm going to also be having a Q&A call um, afterwards to walk everybody into how to use the book best. But anyway, go to my website, MorganaRay.com, and you'll see a button there for the book launch. And what will happen is you'll get notification of how to buy the book and then get all the free gifts on January 23rd. You'll also be automatically registered for the Telesummit to attend the Telesummit for free. So, MorganaRay.com, and I'm going to have uh, links to this on the uh, Success Odyssey website. Uh, So, check that out. 
It's M as in Mary, O-R-G-A, N as in Nancy, A-R-A-E dot com, and there will be a link on your website. And so I actually do walk you through the process in the book, and I I create a whole year to support you in, in making the relationship better and better and better. And I'm still going to walk you through the six steps here, not as deeply as I would like to because you know, I, I, <laughs> I, we, I really want to honor the time, um, and I also, to go as deeply as I would like to, would take several hours. Of course, of course. But I am going to give you a lot of value, I swear. Excellent. So the first step is to uncover the root cause. Uh, the place that I have people start, because it's the obvious place, is the negative things you've seen or heard. But that's just the starting place, because the monster is where the pain is. So one of my favorite clients, Jocelyn, by the way, when I share these stories and I name names, these people have gone on camera to share their story. They, you know, they've written their testimonials. I'm not breaking anybody's confidentiality. So Jocelyn, what was interesting about Jocelyn is when I took her on as a client, I kind of knew that her really deepest pain wasn't about money. It was really her relationship with her body. And in fact, she had been struggling with a catastrophic eating disorder for 12 years. It was so bad. She's five foot ten. She had gone down to 90 pounds. And then she had ballooned to 180 pounds in less than six months. So really bad. The doctors said that she should be dead. Based on her vital signs, they could not figure out why she was still alive. And she had been, for 12 years, doing hypnosis, doing EFT tapping, doing therapy, doing everything in the world to get over the eating disorder, and nothing worked. And I knew that that was where her pain was. And I'm sharing this story because the monster is where the pain really is. So I used that when we created her money monster. And... The cool benefit of that is that when we got rid of the monster, that's step three. Step one is the root cause. Step two is personified into a monster. Step three is get rid of the monster. When we got rid of the monster, we got rid of the eating disorder, too. She didn't know that was coming. Wow. That's actually why it worked so well. And then that's the first half of the process. Because when you get rid of the monster... And this is a monster you've had your whole life in one form or another. It's going to feel really weird. That's one of the ways we know it's gone. If you aren't sure if it's gone, it's not gone. It's, it's, it's so black and white that way. When it's gone, it should be like, oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa, this feels different. Maybe it feels empty. Maybe it feels lighter. Maybe it feels scary. I've heard all of that, and all of that is good. What you, but you have a vacuum. And we don't want to leave this empty space for the monster to come back. So when I got rid of my biker, my reaction was, yay, oh no. I just got rid of my only relationship with money. Now what? Because I didn't want it to come back. And it was so scary and abusive. I really wasn't in a rush to get back into relationship with money. So your new relationship with money has to be someone that you would want in your life so much that you would want this person even though it's money. Not because. In fact, and here's the weirdest thing about this work, is the less your new personified money has to do with cash, dollars, number amounts, any of that kind of stuff, the less it has to do with cash, the better the process works. You want to make it a relationship based on, I love this person. Hmm. Not, what can this person do for me? Not, this is not a sugar daddy kind of relationship. It won't work that way. Then it's just another money monster and you're still kind of a victim wanting to get your needs met. Because, and disempowered. because you're still going to be at that person's will, right? Is that the Yeah, you're still, okay. Exactly. I see, I see. You're still going to be saying "gimme, gimme, gimme" and feeling disappointed. Hmm. Okay, and so so how do we find the right person, basically? 
Well, I just, here was my predicament, is I just got rid of my biker, even though this is all imaginary, and I had a problem. And I asked myself, well, who would I want in my life so much that I'd want this person in my life, even though it's money? And I didn't know what would show up. And I was really lucky, because what showed up was this tall, dark, handsome, clean-cut young man in a tuxedo, carrying a bouquet of red flowers just for me, and he was in love with me. What I didn't know at the time, and remember, I'm, I, I told you I was going to share secrets, and, I, and I'm going to honor that. What I didn't know at the time, I had to coach hundreds of people after that. And fortunately, after I changed my relationship with money, four people hired me the next day for double what I'd ever charged before. Wow. And they just kept coming and coming and coming. Oh, my goodness. Um, so I got a lot of opportunity to practice on clients and fail miserably <laughs> the <laughs> first year. They weren't hiring me for this money thing because I hadn't figured out how to make it work for other people yet. I just knew what happened for me. And one of the reasons it worked so well for me is because my new money was romantic. There's something about a relationship between lovers that gives you a lot of power. What I realized, and it was really shocking to me, was that this new money person, this guy, was in love with me, wanted to woo me, and was desperate to be with me. And it was all up to me that I had been pushing him away all these years, and it had been breaking his heart, and that's how much power I had that I never knew I had. And do you, do you see what a different dynamic this is? It's no longer money having all the power. Now we're partners, and I actually have the power to break his heart. Wow, okay. Every time I undervalue myself, or I give away my services for free, or I say the money doesn't matter, or I am disrespectful to money, whether it's my money or somebody else's, or I make money the bad guy, it's like driving a knife through his heart, which kind of makes me a jerk. <laughs> wow. So, so I see this guy, that's step number four, is meeting my new money honey. I didn't come up with that. That uh, A student in one of my first classes uh, blurted out, that her blurted out that phrase money honey and i just have been using it ever since nice um step number five is actually talking to your money and that again hello this is i i acknowledge a really trippy process because when money is a person you can actually talk to your money honey and i was so aware of how i had been hurting him and how much he wanted to be with me which was a really shocking experience and, and really sweet. And I said to him, what do you need from me so you can stay with me? And when you talk and you ask and you listen, money will speak back to you when you really, when the, when you really have this change. If you have really gotten rid of the monster and you have really created this new money honey, who feels so real to you that y you may feel aroused. In fact, that's kind of one of the indicators that the process worked, is this person feels so real to you that if you're in a relationship, you will probably say to me, oh, I feel like I'm cheating. I love it when I hear that because... <laughs> First of all, you're not because you're never really going to physically have sex with your imaginary friend. But the relationship feels real. And you can take all those feelings and, and your human honey will really appreciate it. So I asked my money, what did he need from me? And he told me. And what he told me the first time we had the conversation was he said he needed me to love him. He just wanted to be loved for himself, not for what he could do for me, not be judged. He just wanted to be loved for himself because he loved me. And he wanted me to stop treating him like a monster. Mm. So, and what that meant, and this, now we're moving into step number six, 
is really concrete, tangible, measurable action. Nothing changes until your action changes. That's kind of what locks it in and makes it real, is I made a commitment to my money, honey, that next time somebody asked about how I worked as a coach and wanted to know what I charged, I would no longer treat my money like some ugly monster. I would not be ashamed of my fee. In fact, my subtext is kind of like, this is my fee, and I'm thinking of what he looks like and thinking, isn't he hot? So I (laughs) promised that next time he brought me a client, because that's how my money gives me a gift. It's like other guys bring you flowers or sweaters. My money, honey, at the time was giving me clients who wanted to hire me. My way of saying thank you would be, this is my fee. Great. When do you want to begin? And I had the opportunity to try that out four times the next day. And it was so uncomfortable because I had created such a strong habit of talking people out of hiring me, being completely unaware of it, even overcoming their objections and getting to the yes and still finding a way to not take their money. And to just tell them my fee and to shut up and let them make a decision (laughs) and let them pay me and put them on my calendar was really unnatural the first time I did it 10 years ago. Wow. Fortunately, I got a lot of practice because it was like the floodgates opened up. And within six months, I had more clients than I felt I could keep track of in my head and had to start a waiting list and group coaching. And and it's just now, 10 years ago, I made $100 in a month. In 2012, I made $100,000 in a month. Wow. So just to quickly review the process, to go from that $100 a month to $100,000 a month, you had to create an image. I had to get really clear on what was in the way, and that was the money monster. And first, step number one is uncover the root cause behind the money monster. Go for the pain, wherever the pain is. Not just money, but anywhere that you felt betrayed or heartbroken. Personify it into your money monster. Get rid of the money monster. When the money monster is really, truly, and completely gone, no bloody bits, nothing left over, then you can meet your money honey. And ideally, your money honey will appear ready-made as if this person has been there for the longest time trying to get to you. That's what it feels like. Uh, Heterosexual men, I recommend you have a hot female money. (laughs) Heterosexual women, I recommend you have a hot, studly money, honey. And gay and transgender, choose the gender of your choice. There you go. Uh, So that's step number four. Step number five is have a conversation with your money, honey. Find out what your money needs from you. And step number six is action. And And I, you know, for you to review it and and actually go through the process and go through the exercises and go through um, the challenges that come up after you change your relationship or if you aren't getting, if, if, if you're stuck or lost, that's why I created my book, is not only have I scaled back on the coaching that I do, but the coaching I do is now, um, I, I've, Last year, 2012, I set the intention that I wanted to help the most people I could and but also not sacrifice myself at the same time. So my theme was leverage. By the way, this is also stuff in the book, is, is setting your theme and designing your year to manifest it as if by magic. I really, I, I boiled down the stuff I do to get the results I get and the stuff that I teach my clients, that my clients pay me tens of thousands of dollars to learn from me because I'm very, very good at making things happen as if by magic. Wow. And I've always been like that. And I've been studying myself to see why I get the results I get and how how to systematize it and how to make it available to anybody uh, because my desire is actually to only coach four people a year. 
Wow. How many people were you coaching initially? Um, well, after I initially changed my relationship with money, it went up to 70 at one point. Wow. So that um, was at one time. An incredible amount of work much. for you. Yeah. Wow. Remember I said, and, and, and that just what I would rather do and how I've changed my business in the last year is instead I work with just four people for a year as their mentor so I can hold their hand, not just through this change in their relationship with money, but also designing their life and their business and making it all happen. And, and I would rather just focus and deeply love and contribute in this like really quality way than spread myself thin. That's just the way my business is now. And at the same time, I want to help as many people as possible. So I created this book. So, which is a self-coaching system so that people can get results um, at, the, at the easiest access point possible. I wanted to make it fun and easy. And what's, you know, to, what's so much fun for me is I'm, I'm in love, by the way. Not just my money, honey, but I'm, like, really in love with the most wonderful guy in the world. I should put like a registered trademark after that because he is the <laughs> most wonderful guy in the world. Nice. And he is sort of mystified by what I do. He loves me, but this whole world of life coaching and teaching and stuff like the the whole like business aspect of it, he just doesn't understand it at all. He thinks it's cool, but he has no idea what I do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we had our first New Year's together. It was oh, so sweet and romantic. And I gave him my book. Nice. Because he's, he's got a special relationship with the author, so he gets a preview copy. <laughs> Why not? Of course, he should. <laughs> and, and we went through. He, he had no idea what I was talking about when I'm talking about setting a theme, and I just walked him through it, and his theme for... 2013 is creating structures for abundance and and we set our goals for the year and when they're going to happen and setting the intentions and learning how to you know narrow down your priorities and do less so that you can get more done and bigger results by taking smaller steps and just you know all that he's so I'm so excited that we I, I know it's really Silly, but it was really intimate to get to sit together and design our years together. It was the first time I've ever done that, and I'm starting to tear up. Wow. <laughs> and he's all excited. He's so proud of himself because, you know, he's got his priorities for the week, and he's getting them done, and it's uh, it's, it's just what a, what a gift for me. Excellent, excellent. So we've got my my book launch on January twenty third, and to and what I really want you to do if you're listening is I want you to take a look at all the free gifts and and the people the teachers um, who are donating their courses and their books and their products. Noah St. John is this best selling author, and he invented this whole thing called affirmations, which I think are so great, and he's. He's a buddy of mine. He's been my friend for, I think, 10 years now. And when I asked him to contribute, he was like the first person to say yes. And you can take a look at all these world leaders, you know, really famous, top-notch teachers and coaches who charge as much as $100,000 to work with them. And they're giving their stuff for free when you buy the book on the 23rd. So just take a look at that and also take a look at who I have in the lineup on my three-day telesummit and um, the the website to go to is MorganaRay.com. Did you have anything else you wanted to ask me, Brian? Uh, yeah. Who else is going to be uh, part of the telesummit? Okay. Christopher Howard, who has been was my teacher back in 2004, and I studied with him for years to learn hypnosis and neuro-linguistic programming. And it's, um, I'm, 
he's in the lineup, and um, it's it's so cool to be in a place now where um, now we're peers, now we're buddies, and so there are three days. The first day, the topic is money. The second day, the topic is love. The third day, the topic is magic. Every person I chose could have been in any of the days because they're all masters of money and love and magic. I just put them where I wanted them. So we have Bob Doyle, who is one of the stars of The Secret, um, and he's coming to my birthday party on Saturday to play his ukulele. Oh, happy we have birthday. Noah St. John, who I mentioned, yes. best-selling author, creator of affirmations. Christopher Howard, who is huge. Like, when he speaks, there are thousands of people in the audience. He's even bigger than Tony Robbins in Half of the World. Wow. One, really, truly one of the greatest teachers I have ever had. And I'm so jazzed to have these three guys duking it out on the same day, January 15th. Nice. Then on Love Day, I wanted to mix it up. So we have two tantric love and relationship coach experts, Mally Apple and Joe Dunn, who are a couple. And they and also a really super successful couple who have been able to balance money and relationship, which can be such a huge challenge for couples where they're not in competition, but they were able to be in business and in love at the same time. And that's why I signed them up, because that's what everybody wants. And then Cynthia Kersey, who uh, is one of the world's top life coaches, and she also is the chief humanitarian officer of the Unstoppable Foundation, which brings education to and in these primary schools to Africa. And when they educate the little girls in Africa, their villages also get agriculture and medicine and, and AIDS goes down and sexual violence goes down. And it's, so she's demonstrating how love and money can play together on the same team. And I think that's really important. And then day three is magic. So we have Deborah Poneman who is a top law of attraction coach, and she used to teach transcendental meditation to Deepak Chopra back in the 70s. Wow. And so she's friends with Marcy Shymoff and Janet Atwood and, 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 and Marianne Williamson. She's, you know, she's a global thought leader, and I'm so excited to be having her uh, on Magic Day. And then we have Jeffrey Van Dyke, who is an alchemist. He does incredible shadow work and he has coached people like bill gates and jacques chirac and donald trump and peter jennings and ariel sharon so obviously a real lightweight and then finally we have debbie Bermont, who is not just a business guru but an energy worker okay and so she's got that amazing balance of the left and the right and she's got she she's i've been, I saw her speak several months ago, and I was so impressed by her that I wanted her to round out the curriculum. Uh, that sounds like such an exciting, exciting telesummit. My question to you is: uh, If they decide they, want, you know, if, if people want to be a part of the telesummit, they uh, sign up to order your book, and if they're not able to make any of the three days is it going to be recorded can they get an access to a recording of it somewhere or somehow well, it is going to be recorded okay. and you get the recording if you get the book on the 23rd gotcha okay i also realize you know, i may you know this is a podcast so people might be listening you know far off into the future a few years from now uh is is should they check in with your site, perhaps, to see if there's a way to get that recording? Is it is the is the um, recording always going to be offered with the sure book? What I, yeah, I'm not. Okay. I haven't honestly. I really haven't thought that far ahead. Okay. And I'm not sure what I'm going to do with the recording. If I'm going to sell it or make it a bonus. What I will say, however, is that anytime anybody buys the book. What I did, because I'm selling it on Amazon, and I don't get any records of my customers on Amazon, so it's hard for me to have a relationship with people who buy it on Amazon and give you continued support. So what I did is inside the book, 
at the end of the Financial Alchemy chapter is a download link to get a CD, or not actually, not a physical CD, an MP3 recording of a CD that I used to sell for $30. Okay. I stopped selling it to publish this book. So you get it for free, anyone who buys the book, because I want to make sure you get re- I want to make it as easy as possible to get good results so I wanted to throw in that recording as a free gift and that will put you in my world so that you will get notifications of any other free interviews or teleclasses I get or any Q&A calls that's actually why I built in a follow-up Q&A call for people who buy the book because I gave you the six steps and I shared secrets about why you want your money, honey, to be a romantic person instead of a dog or a cat or a horse or Gandhi or, or a unicorn. Really don't make <laughs> it a unicorn because, well, <laughs> I say that because somebody came to me once who tried making it a unicorn and had the worst financial year of his life. And I said, well, yeah, because unicorns don't exist. <laughs> um, and, and you also don't want to get intimate with them, I hope. Right, so, exactly. So I am giving all the information I can and I'm re- I re- that I can whenever I can and I also believe that human beings have their own questions and you won't even know what your question is until you try out the process. So I wanted to have a Q&A call so that If you're stuck, you can tell me where you're stuck so I can help. And to normally to coach with me is truly tens of thousands of dollars. I I can imagine if you're only doing four a a year. A way to game the system (laughs) and get your question in. Excellent, excellent. At a really easy access point. Okay. Well, Morgana, thank you so much for uh, for this time for this interview. This is you've been very you brought a very very interesting perspective, I think, to the whole idea of you know attracting money and uh, you know attracting really anything you know whether it's uh, money, love, success, or whatnot. And uh, I just want to ask, I guess, is there anything else that you want to leave with the listeners that, uh, some advice perhaps, uh, I often like to give them homework. And of course the homework is going to be sign up to receive this book and sign up for the telesummit. But is there anything specific that you want the listeners to do to take action in their lives right now? Um, well, I'll, what I'm going to say, because I haven't planned this is <laughs> first I'm going to, uh, Speak to what I, what I want the listeners to know. And then if a homework assignment comes out the other end, we'll see what it is. Okay. If you've been challenged in the area of money, what I want to say to you is that it's not an accident and it's not that there's anything wrong with you. Money is, and it's not your fault that money is a monster because you take a look at what's going on and people losing their houses and all the stories and experiences and all the times that you wanted to do something but you didn't because of money. Of course money is going to build up as a monster in your subconscious. So I really want, if you've been beating yourself up, I want to give you total permission to stop beating yourself up. If you've been pushing money away, it's coming from a really good, wise, loving part of you that wants to protect you and loves you. The problem is we want to stop protecting ourselves from money because I want you to be able to have and do and be anything you want to have or do or be. So instead of punishing yourself for your bad experiences, I want you to use it. And this is, this is alchemy. The lead becomes really valuable. The monster is just as important as the money, honey. We cannot get to the money, honey, without the monster. The monster creates the polarity. The monster creates the tension that gets you where you want to go. So homework for you. 
would be to start with step number one, which is look at the root causes. Anything negative that you've experienced around money, things you've seen, things that you've seen that people have done that were hurtful because of money or people who didn't, things that weren't nice because of a lack of money, things that you've seen or heard, maybe not even your own experiences. Find the root cause and then do your best. I would say to start the process, I gave you the six steps. Um, I certainly want to support you more in the future if you need it. But in the meanwhile, you do have six steps, so get started now. Excellent, Morgana. Thank you so very much. So, uh, listeners, as she said, identify your root cause and start to take action. And, of course, I want to know, you know, if, if you try these things that she says, if you go through these six steps, feel free to contact Morgana via her website. Uh, sign up for that Q&A. And you can always let me know what results are showing up by the things that you try. You can leave comments for uh, on every episode of this show at uh, successodyssey.wordpress.com. You can email me at successodysseypodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on the Facebook page, which you can find by searching for Success Odyssey on Facebook. And don't forget to like the Facebook page, too. Uh, don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash successodyssey. And please leave comments in the iTunes uh, store by searching for Success Odyssey in the iTunes store. Uh, you can also subscribe to this and other great shows on the Inspirational Internet Radio Network at iirnet.wordpress.com. And if you have a show or any sort of special recording or anything that you'd like me to include on that, please let me know. And you can listen to us on the Overnight Scale underground at onsug.com morgana thank you once again uh for your interview here this is a, a lovely lovely episode and i really thank you for uh sharing what you have to share here oh my pleasure thank you for having me you're very very welcome and i want you to all remember you're already living the life of a successful person be the successful person that you are and continue your journey of success with me. I thank you for listening and I look forward to speaking with you again next time. Namaste.